0: T-G-I-M, my friends, T-G-I-M, yes, you got to be thankful for every single day that we are given, and boy, do we have a lot to be thankful for, and a lot to be infuriated at. I'm going to bring it to you today, friends. I've got some news that I cannot believe I have to share with you, yet it goes to it goes to show exactly what I've been trying to share with all of you on this show. It's why I bring you the news that I bring you, the news that you don't normally see on most of your mainstream media channels, stuff that you're definitely not going to see on CNN or MSNBC or ABC. You might not even see it on Fox, but that is what I love to do. And it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do that. So thank you so, so much for tuning in on this Monday to hear what this brother, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers has to share with you. I just finished the weekend with being with our president, Donald J. Trump. Are you kidding me? An absolutely explosive um, rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh my goodness. I was walking around the streets. There were businesses that were boarded up. They thought there were gonna be riots everywhere. Well, I'm going to talk to you about why that did not happen and why the attendance wasn't filled to the max. I was inside, I know, and I also got to hear from some of you as to the hard time you were having even getting into the rally. We've got some black individuals that are calling for white people to die. Yes, you heard that right. Oprah's even actually shared pretty much the same sentiment. And uh, we've also got what has taken place—the dastardly, uh, unnecessary deaths and violence that's taking place in one of our nation's Democrat-controlled hot zones for gun violence. We're going to get into that today. I've got some video clips from my own uh, phone from being at that Trump rally today. You never know what you're going to hear, and it may wake somebody up so please facebook's being nice to me right now please hit the share button if you have not already please share this hopefully one of your family members or someone else's family mem- family member will wake up from something that uh, that i got to share I-, I also will talk to you about an amazing uh, conversation that i had a video i have not shared yet with two black individuals in the airport on the way to tulsa it was pretty uh It was pretty amazing how it all came out and how it all came down to be. So if you're on Twitter, please retweet this to my YouTube audience. Thank you so much for viewing on YouTube. And if you're listening to the one of the hottest podcasts out right now, because of you, because of you sharing it and taking time to listen, thank you for subscribing to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. Not only do you get these daily shows that I do, but you also get some of the -the behind-the-scenes footage, and you also get some of the one-on-one, all of the one-on-one interviews with the amazing individuals that I get to interview. So if you're not subscribed to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast, please do that after the show. All right, let's get right into it today. Oh my goodness, I'm still reeling over this event that I just got to partake in in Tulsa. I got to fly in with the delegates. Um, I shared a video clip on Instagram. Uh, It was a private chartered plane that we got to go to and fly it from D.C. and fly into uh, Tulsa with the delegates. I was on there with Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, I was on there with uh, campaign manager Brad Parscale. Uh, I was on there with uh with uh, a re- retired a former attorney general Pam Bondi and uh, and a lot of other folks from the Black Voices for Trump campaign. It was absolutely amazing. I'll bring you some clips of that uh tomorrow, but let's jump into this right here. Let let's let's show this right now. This is this is the moment the president had just walked out. I trimmed this down for you guys to just get one moment that uh the president had literally just looked and pointed. I believe it was at me. I was standing up. I was right in the middle of the staircase. And he pointed right at me while I'm holding my phone. I pointed back and he pointed at me again. I believe that. uh, I I think I'm pretty sure he was pointing at me. But you you never know. There's a lot of people in there. This is right after that had taken place. I had about 20,000 people live on my Facebook. And it was just electric. So for all the naysayers out there that say that this rally was anything other than absolutely uh, monumental, momentous, uh, electric, epic, well, uh, I, I think that uh, I think this speaks a little bit differently. It was so amazing. For those of you that were not there, hopefully you got to watch it. And if you did notice, the top half was not completely full. And there's reasons for that friends there were so many people that i got messages from that were scared to death of going not just because of potential riots oh no it was also all of the mainstream media i'll have a clip for this for you on that tomorrow as well uh it's all the mainstream media i'm having it collected right now the mainstream media was on the massive attack against the rally they were fear-mongering it's going to be a a covid outbreak it's it's uh uh, it's unnecessary for the president to do this. It's reckless for the president to do this. You can't. You shouldn't go to these rallies. COVID is coming. It's making a comeback. Meanwhile, on the very same networks. They were downplaying anything that had to do with people gathering when it comes, to, when it came to tens of thousands of individuals gathering in protest, even uh, health experts. Well, they were finding some health experts to say, Oh, you know what? We actually believe it's an okay thing. It's good for you to go ahead and do that and march and rally and protest and give hugs and all those things. But when it came down to going to this Trump rally, not only did we have a 50 something year old woman, a white lady, I'll, I'll show you that clip tomorrow as well, if you haven't already seen it that basically went to her TikTok and told all the people that were willing to try to just be just devious, just, just chaotic, just, if somebody wants to go to a Trump rally, let him go. You're uh, you you you're that afraid of what this president and what the momentum that this president is gaining that you've got to try to trick people. So there were literally over a million tickets sold. Uh, we don't know how many of those were sold by people or to people, and there were free tickets. We don't know how many of those tickets were, were requested at the hands of anybody that was following what this woman had to say as far as, oh, we need to just buy as many tickets, use up as many tickets as possible and then not show up. Combine that with the fear of COVID that some people definitely do have a real issue and a real fear of COVID. Add to that the fear of the riots. We've been seeing it all over the news for weeks and a lot of people just felt like, you know what? With that kind of crowd, that kind of attention, I'm just gonna stay home. But for those that were there, Friends, it was absolutely electric. And the president did not, uh, he did not disappoint. Trump at Tulsa Rally, if Biden elected, the
1: rioters would be in charge and no one would be safe. I got a clip to show.
0: T-G-I-M, my friends. T-G-I-M, yes. You gotta be thankful for every single day that we are given, and boy, do we have a lot to be thankful for and a lot to be infuriated at. I'm going to bring it to you today, friends. I've got some news that I cannot believe I have to share with you, yet it goes to it goes to show exactly what I've been trying to share with all of you on this show. It's why I bring you the news that I bring you, the news that you don't normally see on most of your mainstream media channels, stuff that you're definitely not going to see on CNN or MSNBC or ABC. You might not even see it on Fox, but that is what I love to do. And it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do that. So thank you so, so much for tuning in on this Monday to hear what this brother, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers, has to share with you. I just finished the weekend with being with our president, Donald J. Trump. Are you kidding me? An absolutely explosive um, rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh my goodness. I was walking around the streets. There were businesses that were boarded up. They thought there were going to be riots everywhere. Well, I'm going to talk to you about why that did not happen and why the attendance wasn't filled to the max. I was inside, I know, and I also got to hear from some of you as to the hard time you were having even getting into the rally. We've got some black individuals that are calling for white people to die. Yes, you heard that right. Oprah's even actually shared pretty much the same sentiment, and uh, we've also got what has taken place, the dastardly, uh, unnecessary deaths and violence that's taking place in one of our nation's Democrat-controlled hot zones for gun violence. We're going to get into that t- today. I've got some video clips from my own uh, phone from being at that Trump rally today. You never know what you're going to hear, and it may wake somebody up. So please, Facebook's being nice to me right now. Please hit the share button if you have not already. Please share this, hopefully, one of your family members or someone else's family mem- family member will wake up from something that uh, that I got to share. I-, I also will talk to you about an amazing uh, conversation that I had, a video I have not shared yet with two black individuals in the airport on the way to Tulsa. It was pretty uh. It was pretty amazing how it all came out And how it all came down to be So if you're on Twitter, please retweet this To my YouTube audience Thank you so much for viewing on YouTube And if you're listening to the one of the hottest podcasts out right now Because of you Because of you sharing it and taking time to listen Thank you for subscribing to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast Not only do you get these daily shows that I do But you also get some of the behind-the-scenes footage And you also get some of the one-on-one All of the one-on-one interviews With the amazing individuals that I get to interview So if you're not subscribed to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast, please do that after the show. All right, let's get right into it today. Oh my goodness, I'm still reeling over this event that I just got to partake in in Tulsa. I got to fly in with the delegates. Um, I shared a video clip on Instagram uh, it was a private charter, chartered plane that we got to go to and fly it from DC and fly into, uh, Tulsa with the delegates. I was on there with Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, I was on there with, uh, campaign manager Brad Parscale. Uh, I was on there with, uh, with, uh, a re- retired or former Attorney General Pam Bondi. And uh, and a lot of other folks from the Black Voices for Trump campaign. It was absolutely amazing. I'll bring you some clips to that uh, tomorrow. But let's jump into this right here. Let let's let's show this right now. This is this is the moment the president had just walked out. I trimmed this down for you guys to just get one moment that uh, the president had literally just looked and pointed. I believe it was at me. I was standing up. I was right in the middle of the staircase, and he pointed right at me. While I'm holding my phone, I pointed back, and he pointed at me again. I believe that uh, I I think he. I'm pretty sure he was pointed me, but you, you never know. There's a lot of people in there. This is right after that had taken place. I had about twenty thousand people live on my Facebook, and it was just electric. So for all the naysayers out there that say that this rally was anything other than absolutely mo- monumental, momentous, uh, electric, epic, well, uh, I-, I think that uh, I think this speaks uh, a little bit differently. For those of you that were not there, hopefully you got to watch it, and if you did notice, the top half was not completely full, and there's reasons for that. Friends, there were so many people that I got messages from that were scared to death of going, not just because of potential riots, oh no, it was also all of the mainstream media. I'll have a clip for, this, for you on that tomorrow as well. Uh, it's all the mainstream media, I'm having it collected right now. The mainstream media was on the massive attack against the rally. They were fear mongering. It's gonna be a, a COVID outbreak. It's it's uh uh it's unnecessary for the president to do this, it's reckless for the president to do this, you can't you shouldn't go to these rallies. COVID is coming, it's making a comeback. Meanwhile, on the very same networks. They were downplaying anything that had to do with people gathering when it comes, to, when it came to tens of thousands of individuals gathering in protest, even uh, health experts. Well, they were finding some health experts to say, Oh, you know what? We actually believe it's an okay thing. It's good for you to go ahead and do that and march and rally and protest and give hugs and all those things. But when it came down to going to this Trump rally, not only did we have a 50 something year old woman, a white lady, I'll, I'll show you that clip tomorrow as well, if you haven't already seen it that basically went to her TikTok and told all the people that were willing to try to just be just devious, just, just chaotic, just, if somebody wants to go to a Trump rally, let him go. Uh, you, you, you're you that afraid of what this president and what the momentum that this president is gaining that you've got to try to trick people. So there were literally over a million tickets sold. Uh, we don't know how many of those were sold by people or to people, and there were free tickets. We don't know how many of those tickets were, were requested at the hands of anybody that was following what this woman had to say as far as, oh, we need to just buy as many tickets, use up as many tickets as possible and then not show up. Combine that with the fear of COVID that some people definitely do have a real issue and a real fear of COVID. Add to that the fear of the riots. We've been seeing it all over the news for weeks and a lot of people just felt like, you know what? With that kind of crowd, that kind of attention, I'm just going to stay home. But for those that were there, Friends, it was absolutely electric. And the president did not, uh, he did not disappoint. Trump at Tulsa Rally, if Biden elected, the rioters would be in charge and no one. Would be safe. I got a clip to show you that's going to show exactly uh, how that is 100% true. During his Tulsa, Oklahoma rally uh, two days ago, Saturday, President Donald Trump gave a dark prediction of the country's future if former Vice President Joe Biden is elected this November, where rioters will be mo- mo- uh, will be molly mollycoddled by Washington D.C. and they will take over the country in mass. If Biden is elected, he will surrender your country to these mobsters 100%. Trump said during his first campaign rally since the disease that must not be named, outbreak, lockdown, uh locked down the country in March. If the Democrats gain power, then the rioters will be in charge and no one will be safe and no one will have control. Joe Biden is not the leader of his party. Joe Biden is a helpless puppet of the radical left. He did not hold back. <laughs> he definitely shared exactly what uh, I believe is also true. I agree with the president one hundred percent. Let's meanwhile, we gotta we can't forget here. Obviously this is a presidential uh, a year we've got the president current president that is willing to Go do what's necessary. I had to go through and, and everybody that was gonna be close to the president within any proximity had to get COVID tested. So yes, I got tested for COVID. I actually had to get tested twice. The first test came back inconclusive and I said, what does that really mean? Does that mean I'm gonna be okay? Does that mean you don't wanna tell me I've got it? What does it mean? Well, they tested me again, came back all clear, all good. Everybody had to get tested. So the president has done a great deal and is making sure that he can do what he can to keep people safe. Um, we, we we heard some individuals that actually could not get in uh, because they did test positive and, and they were quarantined. They had to go somewhere and be isolated. But the president's done a lot to make sure that the people are safe. I- I'm still waiting, and I know we won't hear it. I'm waiting for the naysayers, for all these mainstream media outlets and pundits that said that it was going to be a breeding ground for COVID. I don't think we're going to see any breakout cases of COVID from this uh, from this event. Uh, everybody had to wash their hands multiple times as well but we're in an election year so while the president is doing everything he can to give some hope and inspire his base which we want it and love it and i think he loves it as well what is joe biden doing (laughs) what the heck is joe biden doing where's he at joe why don't you come out of your basement Well, uh, Chris Wallace on Fox actually asked his uh, campaign uh, manager this exact question and I think her response says everything.
2: President Trump says that one of the reasons that Biden is holed up in his basement is because he's not up to campaigning. He's not running his campaign. People are running his campaign. I see quotes all the time that he said this, he said that about me. And the long, beautiful, flowing sentences. I said, Joe didn't make that statement, and Joe doesn't even know the statement was made. Does the former vice president contribute to the president being able to make that argument by being out of public view so often?
3: This is just despicable, Chris. Honestly, it truly is. The fact that folks are parroting uh, this, you know, just unfounded, salacious lie from the president and his campaign, that Vice President Biden isn't up to the challenge. He's absolutely up to it.
0: Okay, I want to pause for a second and tell you about a company that is supporting me, one of my sponsors, Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold Group helps Americans diversify their savings with gold and silver. In February, when COVID-19 was a distant concept to most Americans, gold was in the $1,500 range. The Dow was over 29000 Today, as the virus tears apart the economy, gold is over $1,700 and the Dow is around 2400 Major market disruptions favor. If you have not diversified some of your savings into gold, there's no better time than today. Protect your savings from any further setbacks in the stock market. Gold is a safe haven against uncertainty. Contact Birch Gold Group to request a free info kit on physical precious metals. See if diversifying into gold and silver makes sense for you. To get your no-cost, no-obligation kit, go to birchgold.com dhgold. That's birchgold.com dhgold. He's absolutely up to it? Then where's Joe? <laughs> he hasn't made an appearance. He hasn't made any public address in over 80 days. Joe Biden, I think, would rather just stay in his basement. I think it's pretty obvious that he is a puppet of the left. They care absolutely, they don't care one iota about Joe Biden. They just hope that for some Hail Mary of a shot chance in hell that he actually wins. And then they'll prop up whoever his VP pick is as the president of the United States. And, well, there you go, America. You just got a president that nobody even voted for. I truly believe that that is their agenda. And they're going to hide Joe Biden out for as long as possible. And we also know, we've all seen it, when Joe does make an appearance, he can hardly put two thoughts together in the same sentence. He can't even complete one sentence with one singular thought. He gets stuck midstream and then has to say, well, you know, and then goes somewhere else. Friends, it's actually a very serious issue that we're talking about with Joe. So, and again, I'm not trying to bash him for having a mental illness, but what the heck is the DNC doing and his own family doing allowing him to go through this? That's how much they absolutely hate this president and I think the country, because they'd rather give the country a president, a VP that becomes president for all of us than actually have somebody worth voting for, at least the Democrats. And they, they don't have anybody worth voting for, so that's all they can do is prop up Sleepy, sleepy Joe there's another there's another name for Joe jim Crow Joe have <laughs> you if you heard my podcast with Pastor uh, Daryl Scott, he broke it down Jim Crow Joe, and oh yes that's exactly what Joe should be named Jim Crow Joe he fought with and and colluded with worked with people that were segregationists individuals that did not want blacks and whites to mix together i wouldn't even be here. If it wasn't for love, literally the love my father and mother had for each other coming from two different sides, my dad black, my mom white, they chose love and here I am today. And that's as, that is exactly what we all need right now. We need a little bit more love, but you're not going to get that from the Democrat side. If you didn't listen to that podcast with Daryl, Daryl Scott, make sure you check that out. So here we've got, here we've got an Antifa Black Lives Matter mob. Ain't burning Tulsa. Why didn't they riot in Tulsa? All these businesses were boarded up, literally. Uh, they closed for the entire weekend. There was boards everywhere. They were anticipating riots. They were anticipating chaos. They were anticipating the same chaos that we've been seeing all over the country in democrat controlled cities you cannot forget that they're almost almost every single one of them is controlled by a democrat mayor or governor well in tulsa oklahoma officials send in the massive national guard presence that's why there was no outrage there was no chaos uh oklahoma said we're not going to have it oklahoma is not seattle and black lives matter found that out in tulsa oklahoma blm rolled into town and i saw several of them uh, thinking that they would take over a city in the middle of the Republican territory, but soon they found out that there were no, they were no match for the party of law and order. That's really what it's about come down to. You, you have to understand and appreciate that right now it's a party of law and order when you've got no rioting. are there—is there any rioting whatsoever in any Republican-controlled areas? To my knowledge, no. It's Democrat-controlled areas. And I've got a message here from a law enforcement officer in Seattle that actually shares some pretty, some pretty disturbing and distraught news that our law enforcement officers are feeling right now, which is going to equal more chaos in these Democrat-controlled cities. It's the party of law and order or lawlessness. It's exactly what we're seeing in uh, these CHAS areas. This is just an example here is absolute chaos inside of this chop zone they keep changing the name they can't even settle on a name they can't settle on what the goal is supposed to be what the agenda is supposed to be they just don't want any police they don't want any paramedics they don't want any fire department literally somebody's already been shot and killed inside of this area when the police showed up guess what they did they said nope we don't want you here
1: We think that we can have both public safety and First Amendment
3: protests. I don't know what's going on. What's happening?
1: I think that we are moving towards a solution. I think we've seen improvements there. um, And I think that we will continue to see improvements there.
2: It was around 2.30 in the morning when shots were fired. Police tried to respond to
1: 911 calls, but were met with a crowd that pushed back, demanding that officers stay out. And and heavy handedness and what the president wanted domination was never going to be the solution.
2: Somebody called 911, but they were told paramedics couldn't come because police were being blocked from entering.
0: Is this really what we want, America? Is this really what anybody wants? I mean, seriously, are there any level-headed americans out there parents grandparents that are democrat that are independent that want this kind of chaos to rule the streets i swear i keep thinking about batman and gotham city when it was absolutely ran by criminals so much to the point that they needed a hero they needed a batman these cities have literally become the Gotham, the gothams of today run by the criminals and now being allowed to by the very politicians that were elected to, pro- to protect and serve the interests and the safety of their very constituents. Well, it's not happening. The so-called Summer of Love has had two or possibly three shootings now in this chop zone. Multiple rapes have been reported. Crime people are trying to call 911 and they're not even letting the police I I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm going to do it. This is, hey, it's live. I hope you appreciate me trying to bring you something that's absolutely fresh. I've just got to share this with you. This was sent to me uh, by a friend that wanted to just let me know what some of the police are saying inside of of Seattle. It is very, very disheartening. I said I will not name any names, but uh, I did want to at least bring this to you. I'll find it on the next video clip and then I'll bring it to you because it'll give me a second to do it I, I want to read it to you what's happening but let's take a look at this first preview of defunding police in Chicago while Chicago is one of the toughest cities in the country for uh, for gaining a gun for a strongest on Second Amendment it's it's tougher there to get a gun than anywhere else and while there there's their politicians are actually some of them talking about defunding the police Preview of defunding the police in Chicago, over 100 people were shot, 14 fatally, and among them was a three-year-old little girl. Father's Day weekend in Chicago is a sign of things to come. Many cities are at least considering doing away with the police departments. The Minneapolis City Council actually voted to approve a plan for doing away with the police. In Chicago, at least 100 people were shot, and 14 of them fatally shot. While it is true that the police are still in Chicago, Minneapolis, and Seattle, the plan, uh, the plain fact, is that police are walking on eggs as anarchists, and the media are looking for ways to smear them. They have become afraid to enforce the law. And if, if an officer suspects someone has an illegal gun but has no solid proof, they will back off, and that could leave the person to use that gun on someone else. Whereas previously, the police would question the suspect and maybe take them off the street. CBS planned on doing Survivor Chicago, but has since canceled the show due to the fact that no one survived. (laughs) It's actually a very unfortunate thing that we're having to witness here. And uh, while the mayors, the Democrats, hopefully Americans are waking up. Hopefully they realize that there is a plan and there's an an agenda at play right now where these Democrat-controlled cities, they want chaos. They want anarchy. They're choosing that because they believe that in some way, shape, or disgusting form that that'll be... That'll hold the president accountable. Well, I'm really appreciative for the White House Press Secretary, Kayleigh McEnany. She, uh, She dropped the bomb. She dropped the truth on exactly whose responsibility it is in every single city that has chaos erupting.
3: Hello, everyone. This past Father's Day weekend, we saw violence across the country, but we saw scant media coverage of this violence. Uh, Let's be clear here. These states are responsible for policing their streets. The governors, the mayors are responsible for ensuring that our streets are safe, that the American people are protected. And what we have seen is in far too many Democrat-run states and Democrat-run cities, we have seen violence and chaos and nothing like the law and order that we saw here in D.C. when President Trump stepped in and surged the National Guard. In Chicago, for instance, we saw over 100 people were shot and 14 tragically killed, including a three-year-old was among the victims. In Minneapolis, 11 people were shot and one person killed. Um, One individual was a father of two who worked as a barber, and our hearts break for this family. Um, Also in Democrat-run New York City, we saw that the New York Post reported that there was one shooting per hour this Saturday, absolutely inexcusable, with 24 people shot on Saturday alone. And then in Democrat-run Seattle, we've seen the autonomous zone otherwise known as CHOP, C-H-O-P, one person was shot and killed in this autonomous zone run by radical anarchists, and also uh, we saw another shooting there uh, yesterday as well, and Democrat mayor of the city called CHOP, quote, the summer of love, but it has been nothing of the sort, clearly with two individuals shot, one person shot and killed. Um, It is the responsibility of governors to protect their states, to police their streets, the police power rest at the state level Um, and we expect mayors to step up and to do their job
0: the police power rests with the states friends make no mistake about it these politicians that we or you voted for in your local and states friends if they're allowing this chaos to happen it's because they absolutely want anarchy and they believe that toppling this president is worth it by any means necessary. Here's the message that I wanted to bring you from a law enforcement officer out of Seattle that will remain nameless. But this is just to give you a little bit of insight into what's going on in the minds of those that are, that are tasked with protecting and serving their communities, your communities. He says, we've been warned by our department to stay away. We are now working for each other. Uh, We are only working for each other now. We have have been in battles where these psychopaths have hit us with rocks, with cinder blocks, homemade napalm, and even IEDs, friends. Yeah, this is coming from these chaotic rioters, these criminals that so many of the mainstream media just want to tout them and cloak them under the name and the guy's protesters. This is something completely different. Multiple injuries, and then we gave up the precinct. Now the guns are out. This city can burn. I'm working on my exit plan now. This hurts. This is coming from our law enforcement officers that are saying they're done. They're fed up. The city can burn. They don't have support from their mayors. They don't have support from their governors. They're being told to stand down. They're being told not to do anything. Then what the what the hell are they doing there? They're just getting beat up. They're getting injured. They're getting killed and they're losing hope, they're losing faith. I'm working on my excellent plan now. The city, the city and state hates us and gives us no support. In fact, the leaders are actively supporting this very real insurgency. Yet all, of you, all you hear in the media is that they are merely peaceful protesters. This is real. This is very real. Friends, that right there is alarming for any american that loves this country and understands what's at stake to hear from our law enforcement officers that they are losing hope they've lost hope they're working on an exit plan they're being they're being uh, uh injured they're being assaulted they're being thrown uh, molotov cocktails thrown at them ieds friends this is nothing that any american should have to go through and and then especially to not have the support of their own state and local officials Yet that's exactly what's taking place. I really truly hope Americans, Democrats, independents in these cities that see this chaos are waking up and saying not ever again. Never again will we elect individuals that talk really good on a stage that may sound like we line up. It is boiled down to the brass tacks of law and order or lawlessness. That's what you're voting for. And if you're voting for anybody That's got a D in front of their name. Friends, I'm sorry to tell you, I'm pretty sure they are all for lawlessness. I think there's a few, a several few Democrats out there that are against this, but where are they? Why aren't they speaking out? Silence is also complicity. If you're going to be silent on these issues, if you're not going to call out somebody in your own party for literally choosing mayhem and chaos over peace and order, then you are still a part of the problem. And that problem seems to be only getting worse and more exacerbated when individuals like this say absolutely disgusting things. This gentleman, this uh, not he's not even a gentleman, I can't call him that, this guy, it's whack job, I'll call him that, he's a whack job, he's a nut job, said some white people may have to die in order for black communities to be made whole. Can I just say really quick before I read any more, absolutely not, that's nonsense, that's racist rhetoric, that is hate, and it's nothing. Nothing that is America, I don't care what color you are, nobody has to die for the sins of anybody else, period. If anything, you are the only person that is responsible for owning up to your actions, to your misdeeds. You are the one that's responsible. If you have not been racist, if you haven't treated people racist, if you haven't thought about people like that, I have so many people and friends that say, I don't see color, I believe that. Because I'll tell you, the only time I've seen color is when it's coming through the lens of somebody that's hating me for no reason and it feels like they're hating me because of my color. Then I recognize that and that color is just it's just evil. That, That the whole color is just an evil color to it all by itself. But for this guy to say some white people may have to die in order for black communities to be made whole is just disgusting and absolutely disturbing. Death penalty opponents frequently tell me two wrongs don't make a right, insisting that killing a murderer as punishment is not moral. Their new moral relativistic reasoning permits the same group to fight for planet Earth and fight to save whales, etc., while demand women have the right to kill their babies through aborting them. As we have been bombarded with story after story concerning George Floyd's death and the need for justice, there are segments of the social justice warriors movement who, in spite of huge advancements in the U.S., have taken have taken in tackling racism, have uh, have and are calling for the possible necessity for some white Americans to die. This is absolutely disgusting to me. A radical proponent of fixing racism with this possible death of some white people comes from a radical university, Georgia graduate student and teaching assistant, Irani. Ar- from Pom. Hopefully, this guy is ousted. But here's my question. This guy was teaching students. This guy was in our classrooms. This guy was educating the next generation of people. No wonder there are so many people that are out there, young people that are out there so confused and mixed up. It's because guys like this and women like this have been in our schools teaching our children. There was actually a video that was released where it showed that... Uh, One of the people that was taking his class wanted to out him and let people know that he's been talking like that, and he had been talking like that for quite a very long time. But friends, it's a disturbing, disturbing thing uh... let's 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 watch this little clip here's here's this little clip of him sharing it all exactly what he what he feels
2: i are saying they are thinking about withholding donations. this all started the university administrators first statements were basically that this was a teacher's assistant making personal comments not directly related to uga now though as these comments have gone viral well reactions are changing we have to wonder what else is in the water. Have you heard about this teacher's assistant? Uh. The online comments and videos of UGA teacher's assistant Irami Osei Frangpong are spreading rapidly. There's got to be a reason why he's so saying disturbing. that. You know, he's not just being that crazy. Osei Frangpong, who calls himself the funky academic online, recently commented on Facebook, some white people may have to die for black communities to be made whole. And fighting white people is a skill. I didn't advocate for violence. I was just honest about the history of racial progress I asked Jose Frampong about his comments and university administrators who say they are quote vigorously exploring all legal options about his words if they fire me i i, I don't think it goes very well for them but the pressure appears to be mounting huh? this is a confrontation last September between Osei Frampong and then UGA student Andrew Lawrence
3: you said that every suburban community in Georgia raises white supremacists
2: how can you possibly say that Lawrence now lives in DC and recently Posted the video as he called for alumni to stop donating to the university until action is taken.
1: I feel like the things that he's saying are insane. He
2: absolutely needs to be
0: fired. I'll just say that. I hope you could hear that. He absolutely needs to be fired. Absolutely just disgusting. And yes, it does incite violence. Yes, it does incite hatred. It incites division. And I guarantee you, he's not a conservative. This is one of those individuals like. uh, uh, like Hawk Newsome that lo- that runs uh, Black Lives Matter like the other co-founders of Black Lives Matter that have recently come out and actually uh, actually given the explanation that they are marxists that they want to topple this government by any means necessary it's racial division it's hatred it's pitting us americans against each other regardless of skin color they want to they want to create any cause for division possible And unfortunately, there's individuals like that with a real messed up mentality and thought process of how any kind of real governance or unity should look that actually feel like some people just have to die. Well, apparently, uh, I think a lot of people have been listening to that. And it's pretty, it's pretty disturbing to me as well that some other connections that have been made between these chaotic rioters uh, have also been made with individuals. The one of the main individuals that I just deem as absolutely evil. I can't wait till he meets meets his creator, our our creator. Uh, he didn't make him this way. He something went wrong a long time ago. But Soros-affiliated group is part of the defund police movement. What do you think about that? I don't think you had to. You had to go too long or too far to find out that we're going to see the connections in a world where 7.8 billion people. Uh, it is hard to believe that a few billionaires are so well known for their evil doings, yet smart enough to not get prosecuted. One of them, George Soros, is praised by far left supporters and cursed by those fighting to preserve the traditions of our great. A country. George Soros is from Wikipedia. Born in uh, in Schwar- Schwartz, uh, August twelfth, nineteen thirty, is a Hungarian American American billionaire investor and philanthropist. I don't know what he's uh, he's not donating to anything that's got good causes. As of as of February two thousand eighteen, he had a net worth of eight billion dollars, having donated more than thirty two billion to his, phil- his philanthropic agency, uh, the Open Society Foundation. The Open Society Foundation includes several nonprofits that do the bidding of their protected leadership, one of which is part of the defund the police movement which which this with this amount of funding they have, they have been effective in running large democratically controlled and bankrupt. Uh, metro areas into the ground using a similar deconstruction methodology as Saul Alinsky to convert the communities to Marxism. It requires the poor to turn on the wealthy, the population against the police and citizens against each other. You see the plan here? Only through division can they acquire the control to implement their objective. So for every well-meaning American out there, that's been stuck, that's been sucked into this whole Black Lives Matter movement that you have to feel like you gotta say, you've gotta, you've gotta say Black Lives Matter. And that in some way, shape, or form, that's gotta mean that, uh, they matter because they didn't matter before or because you didn't feel like they mattered before. The whole thing is hogwash. The whole thing is malarkey. It's all a bunch of baloney and nonsense. It's all a smokescreen to allow individuals like Soros to do exactly what they want to do. Topple this government Create division Break us apart Bring us to a point Where we're just Attacking each other and then hopefully take over the government and institute socialism, and now we're all under their control. That is exactly the plan that is trying to uh, that it's that we're witnessing literally take place right now all around the country. And I'm thankful that these uh, that these connections have been made. I think some positive uh, news. This is something that uh, hopefully, what black American would ever talk trash to Muhammad Ali? I don't think anyone would. What about Muhammad Ali's son? Yeah, well, he should be, he should be absolutely given the absolute same respect. Well, Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali's son says father would hate The racist black lives matter and would have supported trump that is coming from a very high endorsement in my mind muhammad ali jr son of the boxing legend muhammad ali himself said that his father would have hated the racist blm and would be a supporter of president donald trump speaking to the new york post ali jr said that his father would have hated the violent response that has followed the death of george floyd here's what ali jr said don't bust up, shh, he said, shh, I said, shh, you got me. Don't trash the place. You can peacefully protest. My father would have said, they ain't nothing but devils. My father said all lives matter. I think it's racist. It's not just black lives, white lives, Chinese lives, all lives matter. Everybody's life matters. God loves everyone. He never singled anyone out. Killing is wrong no matter who." It is. Not all the police are bad. There's just a few. There's a handful of police that are crooked. They should be locked up. I never had a bad scene with a cop. They've always been nice and protected me. I don't have a problem with them. So if Muhammad Ali's son, Ali Jr., says that his own father would have said that this is racist. Why in the world would any well-meaning American, white, brown, yellow, purple, doesn't matter, why would you say that Black Lives Matter movement is something that should garner or or desire uh, or even deserve your support? Please understand this movement for exactly what it is. It's a very coordinated, very well-funded Marxist agenda to bring down this president, to bring in and usher chaos, to tear people apart, to, te- to pit us against each other, family and friends pitted against each other like never before, all because when an when a economy collapses, you better believe they'll blame the president for that. And if they can get him out of office, they can usher in their next wave of control. That, my friends, is exactly what is going on. Well, we've got, uh, I've got a couple more things. This is a long show, but I'm having fun. Uh, I think this is pretty much sums up right here. I'll I'll leave you with this. I think this absolutely sums up what, uh, (laughs) what Joe Biden should have to deal with. I've got two more videos. When Cory Booker, who was running for president, didn't make it very far. When he calls out Joe Biden and his racism... You think any of the Democrats will pay attention to
1: that? There are people right now in prison for life, for drug offenses, because you stood up and used that tough on crime, phony rhetoric that got a lot of people elected, but destroyed communities like mine. And but secretary, you offered no redemption to the people in I wanna, prison right now. I want to bring life. in secretary. He's unrolled his, um, unveiled his, his crime bill. For a guy who helped to be an architect of mass incarceration, this is an inadequate uh, solution to what is a raging crisis in our country. And whether it's his rhetoric using the word boy. And this is just another example of... um just conversations that or lessons that Joe Biden shouldn't have to learn. Because of a lot of the legislation that Joe Biden endorsed, we now have had a 500% increase in the prison population since 1980, overwhelmingly black and brown. What we've seen from the vice president over the last month is an inability to talk candidly about the mistakes he made.
0: I think more than an inability to talk about the mistakes he made, he really just has an inability to talk. Friends, my sponsor for today is my own company, my wife and I's health and wellness company. Yes, I look good and trim and feel good all day long because I drink my Uncorked juice. You can get these little packets on my website, uncorkedliving.com. This right here is what keeps me going. When I have days like I had in Tulsa leading up to and then leaving from, I need my energy. That gives me good, healthy, sustained energy. Five super fruits, all designed and filled with uh the the best berries that we found with the most anti-inflammatory and antioxidants on the planet then there's an herbal blend in there mixed in with organic unroasted caffeine so if any of you have issues with caffeine this is gives you a different effect I've had a lot of people say they cannot take caffeine but they can take and they love our uncorked drink and we've got interlean back in stock this blew off the shelves this is my favorite this is my go-to first thing in the morning I take uh I take two of these you start off with one but this is a mental it's a blend of herbs that gives you mental clarity and focus so much better than coffee and there's no crash all of our products are GMO free gluten-free no sugar no soy Uh, detox I take this every single night we almost ran out of this we got this back in stock as well this targets the gallbladder liver and the colon to flush it out helps relieve bloating keep you regular I take that every single night and then dream along with Mike's my pillow sheets and mattress topper dream helps me get good sound Quality sleep. I get REM sleep. You can get all those products on my wife and I's uh, company store, uncorkedliving.com. It's our own small business. We've been doing it for seven years, and it's a pleasure to be able to bring it to you. Use the code David and you'll get an extra discount. But I wanted to make sure you all knew about my products and that Interlean is back in stock. And now, my last video. I think this sums up uh, one more time uncorkedliving.com. All right. I think this sums up where the Democrats have gotten themselves. They've gotten their head stuck somewhere that I don't think they're going to have a very easy time getting it out of.
1: Take my ears. Come on, get it off. Take my ears off. How'd you get it on? I, I don't want to.
2: It's pretty nasty you're putting your head right where somebody puts their bottom. Why'd you put that on, man? I don't know. Well, what are we going to do? I <laughs> need help.
1: I need some scissors to cut this off. You need help? I need scissors to cut this off.
2: You want me to help you? No,
1: it's scissors, scissors.
2: I'm not giving you scissors, they won't work.
1: If they will. No, they won't. They
2: Can work. I try first and then you will get scissors if we can't? Yeah.
0: I think that's exactly a prime example it's uh it's paradoxical to exactly where the democrats have found themselves they've got their head stuck somewhere that their head is not supposed to go please don't be among them please get your head removed from anything that resemb- that resembles Uh, call what you want I'd say a noose around your neck I can't get in trouble for saying that but that's exactly what it seems to me that these Democrats have done that's what they've got they've got people in complete control on lockdown they've got cities on lockdown in chaos that's what they want they don't care about this country. They only care about getting rid of our president. Friends, that is my news today. Please share it if you haven't already. Go to uncorkedliving.com. Use the code David. Give my wife and I's products a try. Either her or myself always writes a little note on there saying thank you. Uh, or I'll put little smiley faces on there. But it's a great way to support me and my show. God bless you. Go to uncorkedliving.com. And make sure you subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. podcast. And I will see you guys all tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great rest of your evening. Bye-bye.